0: "'leant forward over the table and actually intruded into their argument. "'He said, "'I have a view. I have a view.' "'Miss Bartlett was startled. "'Generally, at a pension, people looked them over for a day or two before speaking, "'and often did not find out that they would do until they had gone. "'She knew that the intruder was ill-bred.' "'even before she glanced at him. "'He was an old man, of heavy build, "'with a fair, shaven face and large eyes. "'There was something childish in those eyes, "'though it was not the childishness of senility. "'What exactly it was, Miss Bartlett did not stop to consider, "'for her glance passed on to his clothes. "'These did not attract her.' "'He was probably trying to become acquainted with them "'before they got into the swim. "'So she assumed a dazed expression when he spoke to her, "'and then said, "'A view! Oh, a view! "'How delightful a view is! "'This is my son,' said the old man. "'His name's George. "'He has a view, too.' "'Ah!' said Miss Bartlett, "'repressing Lucy, who was about to speak.' "'What I mean,' he continued, "'is that you can have our rooms and we'll have yours. "'We'll change.' "'The better class of tourist was shocked at this "'and sympathised with the newcomers. "'Miss Bartlett, in reply, "'opened her mouth as little as possible and said, "'Thank you very much indeed. "'That is out of the question.' "'Why?' said the old man, with both fists on the table. "'Because it is quite out of the question, thank you. "'You see, we don't like to take,' began Lucy. "'Her cousin again repressed her. "'But why?' he persisted. "'Women like looking at a view. "'Men don't.' "'And he thumped with his fists like a naughty child "'and turned to his son, saying, "'George, persuade them.' "'It's so obvious they should have the rooms," said the son. "'There's nothing else to say.' "'He did not look at the ladies as he spoke, "'but his voice was perplexed and sorrowful. "'Lucy, too, was perplexed, "'but she saw that they were in for what is known as "'quite a scene, "'and she had an odd feeling that "'whenever these ill-bred tourists spoke, "'the contest widened and deepened till it dealt Not with rooms and views, but with, well, with something quite different whose existence she had not realized before. Now the old man attacked Miss Bartlett almost violently. Why should she not change? What possible objection had she? They would clear out in half an hour. Miss Bartlett, though skilled in the delicacies of conversation, was powerless in the presence of brutality. "'it was impossible to snub anyone so gross.' "'Her face reddened with displeasure. "'She looked around as much as to say, "'Are you all like this?' "'And two little old ladies, "'who were sitting further up the table, "'with shawls hanging over the backs of the chairs, "'looked back, clearly indicating, "'We are not. We are genteel.' "'Eat your dinner, dear,' she said to Lucy and began to toy again with the meat that she had once censured. Lucy mumbled that those seemed very odd people opposite. "'Eat your dinner, dear. This pension is a failure. Tomorrow we will make a change.' Hardly had she announced this fell decision when she reversed it. The curtains at the end of the room parted, and revealed a clergyman, stout but attractive, who hurried forward to take his place at the table, cheerfully apologising for his lateness. Lucy, who had not yet acquired decency, at once rose to her feet, exclaiming, "'Oh! Oh, why, it's Mr. Beebe! Oh, how perfectly lovely! Oh, Charlotte, we must stop now, however bad the rooms are. Oh!' Miss Bartlett said with more restraint, "'How do you do, Mr. Beebe?' I expect that you have forgotten us, Miss Bartlett and Miss Honeychurch, who were at Tunbridge Wells when you helped the vicar of St. Peters.